Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In today's episode, we're celebrating Independence Day in Victor in 1899. This episode was written and is being presented for you by Tommy Allen. Victor was energized for its 1899 Independence Day celebrations. They actually started Monday, July 3rd, as a 24-piece band from Goldfield marched around Victor playing what the Victor record called Sweet and Martial Music until 10 o'clock a.m. when Professor Wayne A. Abbott lit the fire that filled his hot air balloon in Gloriana Gulch. As the balloon lifted into the cloudy heights, the professor wasn't on board. He was instead suspended beneath it. The record described him as a tiny pink speck against the dark sky. As the balloon passed 500 feet above the ground, Abbott the aeronaut cast himself free of the balloon and shot downward until the great umbrella, his parachute, filled and turned his fall into a gradual descent. He landed on the roof of Davenport's assay office and came away with only his clothes disarranged. Later that day, a boxing event was scheduled in the Cunningham Building's open amphitheater where seats had been set up. Just before the boxing match was set to begin, sleet and hail came down in generous quantities covering the streets, sidewalks, seats, and rink in a thick shroud of white. But the weather didn't keep the celebrating people away. Over 150 people crowded the amphitheater when the shivering boxers, Billy Layton and Jack Grace, entered the ring. Because of the weather, reporters couldn't take notes, so the round-by-round -round coverage couldn't be written up. The wet and slippery ring kept fighters from their normal footwork, but the fighting was fast and furious. After knocking Grace down five times throughout the bout, Leighton won when Grace's cornerman threw in the sponge after the closing gong of the sixth round. A crowd-pleasing exhibition was put on by Kid McCoy, and he and Kid Lewis agreed to meet in the ring the following day. On the 4th of July, the Victor Record ran the front page headline, The grandest celebration in Colorado this year will be in Victor. Come and enjoy it. Before sunrise, people were already crowding the streets, many brought by the Florence and Cripple Creek Railroad, who recorded their heaviest business on record throughout the day. In recording the event, the Victor record stated, The glorious fourth opened in Victor with booming guns, giant powder and firecrackers, and by the time old Saul showed his face over the mountain peaks, the streets of this city were full of people. Bands began to play until the start of the parade. The parade marshal and city founder Frank Woods led the procession on a majestic sorrel horse, followed by the city's police and other officials, the Colorado Midland Band, and representatives from the Grand Army of the Republic. Following that was the governor's carriage carrying Governor Thomas, Judge J.W. Mills, Frank Woods' brother and fellow city founder Harry Woods, and Mayor Donnelly. Behind them were a massive amount of people from more bands, 
community leaders, floats, and fraternal organizations, including 150 members of the Ancient Order of United Workmen, who the year before put a lot of effort into memorializing train engineer and member Billy Westall, who sacrificed his life to save a trainload of passengers. At one o'clock at the pavilion on North 3rd Street, Mayor Donnelly introduced Governor Thomas, who gave an hour-long politically charged speech that was met with polite applause at its close. He was followed by Judge J.W. Mills, whose speech was just as political but less polished, and who more or less lost most of his audience. After the speech came contests and other festivities. First was a spectacularly attended drilling contest where two-man teams were given 13 minutes to drill the deepest into a huge block of Gunnison granite. Of the five teams that competed, the team of Carboneau and Ghent won with a depth of 36 and 7 eighths inches, the record for the four years of the contest. While the drilling contest was going on, the celebrating masses were also treated to a series of artificial earthquakes. At six points around Big Bull Mountain, 500-pound loads of dynamite were set off 10 minutes apart. The Victor record reported that rumblings from the event were felt in Pueblo and Colorado Springs. At about 2 o'clock, a horse race ran Victor Avenue from 4th to 7th Street. Later in the evening was a fire hose laying contest, where Victor's Woods Fire Team ran 200 feet, laid 150 feet of hose, attached the hose to a fire plug, and activated the water. They accomplished this in 16 and one quarter seconds. Throughout the day, people were dancing and the music was everywhere, including the Florence band which had come up with the crowds on the F and CC trains and proved to be very popular. Goldfield also took part in the celebrations. After night fell, the Hayden Electric Company treated spectators to a display of five-foot-tall letters on their roof that illuminated one at a time until the words La Belle Electric were spelled out in red, white, and blue incandescent lights. The Electric Company also illuminated two rings of lights around the top of a 200-foot smokestack. Overall, the record reported that it was a big crowd, but as orderly as a Sunday school picnic. It went on to say, Every visitor was impressed and pleased with Victor's generous hospitality. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great Independence Day. And should you find yourself on a closed road with fun people and great music, some dancing in the streets may do you some good. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midland. References used in this episode can be found on its webpage. Visit storiesfromthemidland.com slash podcast. After the speeches came contests and other facilities. Facilities. Goldfield, oh, ah. as the balloon passed 500 feet above the ground, the aeronaut, the aeronaut, Abbott, the aeronaut, <laughs> Frank Wood's brother and fellow, <laughs> Frank Wood's brother and four, <laughs> Frank Wood's brother, <laughs> after the speeches came the, oh, gosh, I can't read today.